Hey, Barstool Rundown listeners. You can find us every Monday through Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up. We've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because, as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and Hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. All right, the rundown, Tuesday, February 21st. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and Hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. One, Rudy. Tom, hello. You know, they said nothing would change with the pen buyout, but we have a new rundown host chair. I just made a decision. I was like, I'm not sitting on an uncomfortable stool any longer. Oh, so nice Penn didn't make you this spin. change. You did. Jay Snowden called me directly. Oh, yeah? And he said, I heard you're hosting the rundown on Tuesday. Enough of that stool. Keep, get, get a real host chair that's comfortable. Now, I, don't, I usually don't like hosting just because the chair is so uncomfortable, but this is better. Happy you could spin. Okay. Yeah. I think I could your spin arms, are, those big arms are supported now. You'd be surprised the muscles I have coming in. You'd be surprised. I would be. Wait, wait, wait till summer, summer bod reveal. It's gonna blow your, blow well, you your do look dyslexic little brain off. You're, you're, you are uglier, ripped. Yeah, I know. I'm not getting, I'm not getting too ripped. Just okay. wait. Okay. Yeah. Dyslexic right. little brain's gonna be blown right off. Uh, topic one. <laughs> Pat Beverly, uh, Pat Bev finalizing new deal. Our coworker with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Bulls currently 26, 30, and 33, 11th place in the East. Two games back with Toronto for a final play-in spot. Uh, Pat Bev born and raised in the Chicago area. Obviously, the Pat Bev, Pat Bev podcast with Roan. I feel like this is, a, this is a good spot for Pat Bev. It was the dream, right? I mean, mm-hmm. going to your hometown team, playing with your hometown team. If you were on a basketball team, wouldn't you want to play for the Knicks? Yeah, that's play for the Knicks. I mean, the, you know, any bit, the Lakers would be cool, too. The, the Heat. Well, any he already done that. He got, he yeah, got that's traded. True. So if you're not going to be in the Lakers... Why not the Bulls? I mean, they're one of the most iconic franchises in in the NBA. Yeah, I, I respect Pat Bev. 
be like, all right, we're dealing you to the magic, and he's just like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, they, that was he was obviously going to get bought out. But I feel like, you know, the Bulls, that, that's the path Bev pushed. A team, a young team on the precipice of a playoff push. He comes in, he shakes up the locker room, he brings his hardcore, gritty defense, and he takes it to the next level. He did that with the Timberwolves. Um, I, I, I think it's good for uh, for Roan, too, like the, the Chicago. Like, it's better than, like we said, him being in Orlando. Yeah, him, I'm in Orlando. I think we all said, what is he going to interview, Cole Anthony? Talking about Cole Anthony all day. Yeah. So no disrespect to Cole Anthony. But, yeah, I mean, once again, if you're not in the Lakers, which been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah, he, Pat, Bev is, Pat Bev has gotten to the point now where he's able to just be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm bright lights. I'm bright lights guy. Yeah. Put me in a main market. Miss me with Orlando. You know who we should come to next year? The Knicks? The Knicks? Yeah. I was hoping he would come here now. I was like, oh, me and Pat Bev, we can hang out all the time. Yeah, that would happen. It would happen. He talked shit about you, right? No, he did not talk shit about me. He what said, he said uh, I had swagger. Oh, did he? He did. He said I was oh, like yeah. a McLovin with swagger. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> McLovin has swagger. Well, with yeah. even more swagger than I. I, that's like, cl- I asked him a question on the Pat Bev pod, and he was like, I like the cut of this guy's jib. He didn't use that phrase specifically, but that was. You could have lied right that's there. That's also I would not like bio worthy. McLovin with swagger. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to find the clip for the exact quote, but it, it was it was good. I was like, yeah, me and Pat Bev, like we could. We could be boys. I think so. I would love to just have like a T-shirt that just says McLovin with swagger, and it's just a picture of you. Yeah, I would. I uh, we could put you on the on the license. Yeah, on the license, but maybe a T-shirt that would sell thousands. Of oh no, it wouldn't. I would just want that for myself. You just want it for yourself. Yeah, I just want um, that one of yeah, one. Pat Bev Pod with Roan. Download Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Follow him on social. I'm sure, they're going to have a bunch of great new content now that he's with the new team, hometown team, and for this playoff push down the stretch. Uh, next up, we got Meghan Markle being pissed at South Park for the uh, Harry and Meghan episode. Uh, it was their most recent episode. It, it had them on a large media tour where they publicly demanded their privacy. Meghan is upset and overwhelmed, annoyed. She refuses to watch it, uh, considering taking legal action. What a loser. I mean, like that, there's no bigger way to get people against you than to be upset with a parody South Park episode. If you like, just roll with the punches. I don't know much about these two. I just see the few head, not the few headlines, the many headlines. Yeah. I don't look into it. I won't click the article, but I'll see the title. Yeah. They suck. They, I, don't, I don't know much about them either. I don't know much about them, but it seems like they suck. They they just both like, I mean, South Park nailed it. Like the the whole like worldwide privacy tour, right there is the whole joke. Obviously, like they constantly are like doing these press tours where they're like, listen, respect our privacy, and it's like. I, I, I'm being like forced to watch them against my will. Like I didn't. Right. I don't care. But the whole like being pissed about South Park as a celebrity and then threatening to sue, and then they for whatever reason always say I haven't. I'm not watching it, which is the stupidest thing ever. Like you'd be so cool if you were just like roll with the punches and just took the jokes. No one can ever do it. Like Sean Penn did the same thing. South Park just made fun of Sean Penn, and then he's like, I'm gonna sue you. Wrote them like a letter and was like, I haven't seen it either. What are you looking at? What are you at? doing, Glenny? <laughs> Sean Penn is 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 uh, Sean Penn, right? He's, oh yeah, Sean Penn is Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah. Bro, He's the older bro, guy. Sean Penn, I just remember was in my dream last night. I have no idea why. We were at his house trying to find something to watch, and I saw Gangster Squad was on, which is a great movie. He plays Mickey Cohen, and I think it's like a shitty movie, but I enjoyed it when I saw it yeah. in the theaters. I think it's him, Gosling, and Emma Stone. And then I'm like, uh, 
And then I'm saying like, oh, I, I love Gangster Squad. And everyone in the room was like, ugh, he hated it. And then Sean Penn in the in the dream said how much he hated Gangster Squad. It was only in my dream last night. That's that, that, just, that just reminded, I don't know why, that just popped in my it's head. It's a glitch in the Matrix. That does happen to me a lot where maybe I'll see somebody, but wait a minute, I think I had a dream about it. Like, I haven't thought about the movie Gangster Squad in years either. That was oddly in my dream last night. I don't know why. Speaking of dreaming, either of you guys ever lucid dream? I think yeah. we might have talked. I, I've I'm done trying, it once I want a lucid dream so bad. What is that? Like when, Apple when you, juice. When you can, like, when you, you know when you you're can dreaming. control it? Yeah, you know yeah, you're Yeah, when dreaming. you realize you're in a dream and you're like, oh, wait a minute, this is a dream, and then ever, you just fly. That's mainly what people do, is they're like, oh shit, I'm in a dream, and they fly, maybe go fuck, fuck some hot ass. I was about to say, you ever have sex in a dream where that ride is the good parts you have and you wake up? Because you get oh, too excited. Yeah, I, that I, happens I, to me every I'm time. Wet, I'm a wet dream haver. Yeah. I'll come. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like what I'm doing and I'm saying in my head, I feel like, I know this is fake, but I feel like I can kind of get behind this being real. Like I can make it's so vivid, I can maybe like jerk off to it later on, the idea of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I wake up, right, as the good shit happens. Yeah, me too. I always wake you up right before the boom. Wet dreams? One. I've had one so. nocturnal Ever? emission, yeah. You? I think I did. I've had you a lot of sex dreams, but I always, like Lenny said, I get too pumped yeah, up for the final moment, know. and then boom, I'm away. And then Heart rate yeah. goes too high. Yeah. Smokes comes. No, but you can. The dream. You can maybe learn twice a year, a wet it. dream, and like even at this age, like I know it's supposed to be a teenage thing, but maybe twice a year, I could, I could have a wet dream, and it's unbelievable. Well, you do have a teenager's body. That's not, again. When, wait, wait till now. When you wake, when you have a wet dream, do you come during it? Yeah. No, I mean, sorry. Do you wake up automatically when you come? Yeah. I mean, in okay, my can you sleep and come? Probably not. So what do you do? You get up and you fucking clean up, change your box. You could sleep and pee. What do you mean? What? Like you could piss your bed. At night. Yeah, then you wake I up. Mean, and pee I'm sure it. maybe you can. I, I've always woken up. After. You have the choice. You can clean up. It's not like a law. I'm saying I feel like the few times, not the few times. I think that back in the day I did do it. When you went to bed growing up, I feel like you just wake up in the morning and it's just there. Oh. I don't know if I ever remember really wet in the bed. I definitely did a few times. I'll hand on. I remember once I did it. Dana still does it. You can you can learn to lucid dream though. Apple juice. Drink apple juice before bed. Uh, I know you're supposed to like check. You're supposed to like count throughout the day. Give yourself reality checks. Like count your fingers. You one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Blow through your nose. Like little things that like remind yourself. Okay, this is reality. And then dream you yes. will do that. And if it doesn't line up, it's like oh wait, I'm in a dream. Let me go fly. Yeah, the few I did it like I, I got really into it in high school, and I was able to do it like once or twice, and both times I flew. Yeah. The hardest part, though, similar to the sex dream, though, is that once you do lucid dream, you, you get, get so excited, excited, and then you wake up. You yeah. got to keep that. You got to stay calm, calm. But yeah, um, no, this is the classic case of like if you hate a nickname. Back to the Meghan Markle thing. Like if you hate a nickname, the worst thing you can do is publicly declare how much you hate it and please yeah. stop. And also, they, they, I feel like I've seen a headline about this too. They they are rich, right? Yeah. Yes, he's well, a Meghan royal. Well, Meghan Markle is an actress. He's a and royal, he's too. Got, and yeah. she's, he's a royal. So they're definitely rich. Yes. I think anybody, any rich person that can't just laugh at themselves is a crazy person, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing how, like, there's so much, like, game tape on how to handle this out, and then they always don't do it. They consistently are like, no, let's, you know what, let's make me as unlikable as possible Wait, and throw, is, throw a whole hissy fit. What does that say about their 135 what? What's the headline there? Probably, Probably million. million dollar home yeah. or something. Forbes. Can we just click on that? Meghan Markle's $135 uh, million. million dollar deal. <laughs> yeah, no, they're yeah, fuck those guys. They wrote a buff too or some shit. Yeah. Breaking news for Glenny Balls. Meghan Markle and, and Prince well, Harry are people, rich. Don't they, didn't they say they don't have that much money or something because he got cut off from the family? And she I mean, yeah, shoots. maybe compared to the rest of the monarchy, but it's still like... Okay, so we're talking tens of millions. Of money. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
mountains of money. He works in like tech now. He's like a cool Cali tech bro or something. Prince Harry? Yeah, he like works in like a startup and he lives in Malibu. That's kind of <laughs> awesome. Which I was like, that is cool. Like I kind of fuck with the fact that he's like, yeah, this is so whack. I'm going to Malibu. Right. I'm going to go chill with Zuck. I'm going to go to Malibu. Yeah, Meghan Markle just like, just take a joke. Yeah. One time. Yeah. yeah not it. Yeah. Uh, Polish girl claims to be missing child Madeline McCain. Uh, disappearance of three-year-old British child Madeline McCain was a natural story for over 15 years, taken to her parents' hotel room at a, uh, at a resort in Portugal as the parents were eating dinner at the restaurant, which was 100 yards away from the room. I guess she, that's when she disappeared. Yeah. Story was they left her in the room alone? Yeah, they were like... They were like going back and forth, checking on her every now and then. And one time they went to check, she was just gone. Okay. Uh, story made national news, but nobody was ever caught. And now a 21-year-old Polish woman, Julia Fostiana, has come out and said she thinks she is Madeline McCain. Uh, she's got an Instagram account at I am Madeline McCain. Okay. Uh, she, <laughs> I guess that's what you do when you think you're Madeline McCain. Uh, she has <laughs> multiple features or identical to Madeline. Uh, and a very distinctive brown smudge on the right iris. The girl's parents have been called shady and vague about her upbringing. Uh, her parents have now agreed to a DNA test. This is fucking awesome. This is I don't know anything about this. This is awesome. The, yeah. the red flag, though, is the Instagram. The Instagram shouldn't be I am Madeline McCain. That makes me think it's a stunt. Yeah, but if there's... That's her? That's her, yeah. Imagine waking up one day and be like, I think I'm fucking Madeline McCain. It's McCann, <laughs> first McCann. of all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her. I mean, that 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 portrait headshot, she is, that facial expression is, I've been kidnapped, and I just realized that I was kidnapped. She does have, it's like a brown mark within her eye. Like yeah. Like, in her right eye, like a little brown mark. And the little girl has it, and she has it, which is... So, I mean... How do you come up at, like, how do you yeah. start to think like yeah, that how, you're this disappeared person? Yeah. I, I guess her parents have always, like, been weird and, like, not told her about, like, her upbringing. I don't know if she, like, knows she was adopted or if she thinks they're her real parents. I'm not sure about that. But, like, she's not really been told anything concrete about where she's from. I mean, I feel like we're going to get the answer, though, right? They're, they're doing a DNA test, apparently. Yeah. Like, Kate and Jerry McCann agreed to a DNA test. Yeah, like, the actual parents. Oh, yeah. The yeah, parents yeah. of the missing girl agreed. Yeah, why would they not agree to it? I don't know. Be so Trauma get their hopes up. I don't know if they believe it. Yeah, true. Yeah, so then hypothetically, if it is her and the DNA test is a match, where do you go from there? Yeah, I don't know. Do you go back to Portugal and I try mean, to run the, back the, that the vacation? Adopted parents slash kidnappers go to prison, I would hope and assume. Yes. But I would Unless all, they say, like, oh, no, we, we found her. her. We found right, her yeah, in a yeah, wicker basket in the Nile River. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I don't like, know. My guess is that's what happened. Like, she somehow, like, either, like, got away or got split up from the kidnappers and these people maybe, like, came across her, adopted her. I don't know. I'm just guessing that's, like, the vibe I got. So I don't you, think they really think these parents are the kidnappers. Gotcha. So you guys think it's her? I'd like to. Yeah. It's a better outcome. I think it'd be a cool, a cool story if it is. Yeah. It's a happier outcome. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of a, a nothing burger if it's just if like it's yeah, not, it's not her. I mean, I would also feel really bad for the real parents if it's not her. Oh, if yeah. it isn't her, you suck. should just start an Instagram account saying I am Madeline McCann. 
I'll respect that would not do that. <laughs> biggie, you balls, biggie, you balls. Yeah, no, I'm, it's you. very interesting. I, yeah, I'm with Tommy, though. I'm very curious as about to, like, what was the aha moment? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what was you the just uh, found out about the news story? And yeah. Like, Wait a minute. I look like this girl. That looks like Is that me. me? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, next up, XFL Comeback has this new onside kick rule uh, where... This team scored with 125 left to pull within six points. They then converted a three-point conversion to make it a three-point game. And then instead of an onside kick, teams have the option of converting a fourth and 15. If they convert, they get the ball back. Uh, they did it and then scored and won the game. I like, I don't know about the three-point conversion, but I like, an onside kick is so hard. It's so it hard. It almost never works. I agree. Maybe fourth and 15, maybe like fourth and 20, shout out Weed. And just like you have to get that, make it a little bit harder because the onside kick, like there's just, I don't know, there's no hope it's ever. It should be longer. And I also think, like you said, a three point conversion too should be longer than 10 yards away. That's way too close. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, there's probably a stat that dispels what I'm about to say, but I do feel like late game conversions, you get it a lot of times. It two point conversions? It seems like that. Yeah, yeah, Agreed? yeah I agree. It does seem like that. So it's got to be more than 15. It should be like, a, fourth and 30. I don't love the fourth and 15. I think it's good for the XFL. I don't think that'll that will never happen in the NFL, but I do think that they should tweak the onside kick to make it a little bit more attainable. Yes. In my you know, opinion. You know what I think would also be an interesting rule is like uh, you score a touchdown and then the, your option for a three-point conversion is that on the kickoff the kicker has to kick it through the other uprights. And if it goes through, it's like three points, and the team just gets the ball at like the 25. But if he misses, you get zero points, and the team gets the ball like the 50-yard line or something. So he kicks it off like a kickoff, you're saying? Yeah, kicks it off like a kickoff. Yeah. If he gets it, it's three points, and the other team still gets the ball back at like, like as if it was a touchback at the 25-yard line. But if he misses it, then you not only not only get points, but the opposing team gets the ball like the 50. Or I something. like that. I like that because then you could. It's be fun There's to a see. risk to yeah. going forward and not getting it. Because it is interesting how like on the kickoff, obviously it's different than a spot kick where like you have the holder, and you don't have as much of a run up. It is fun. We fun to see them just bomb it as far as they. Yeah, can. I mean, it happens sometimes. Yeah, they naturally do. that it goes through. They do get it sometimes. Yeah, and that's like what 70. Yards? Uh, 60, yeah, probably like 75 yards. 75 yards, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I like that actually a lot. I like that a lot better. It puts a lot of pressure on the kicker. It's a new yeah, style makes of kicking. It makes the kickoff more entertaining. Yeah. So St. Louis scored so this, this is, is the six three points. points. They're going to have 12. Then they went down and scored a touchdown, so they scored. So they, so they got. They scored 15 points in two possessions. They scored. For the game winning, yeah, it doesn't sound like nine. Crazy, nine and then I guess six to win, right? Well, then they converted the fourth and 15. Yeah. So this, so this is, is the fourth, fourth and 15. 15. So they got, yeah, they got three points. And then they converted oh, that. Oh, I do like that's not in the end zone, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like that, that makes too. it sound better to me. I thought we were in the end zone. I think yeah. it makes like it easier more. for the offense. I agree. Uh, and then. It's more, more, more field space. Yeah, more like room I kind of like it more that's not in the end zone. Yeah. That is just such a raw deal, though, from San Antonio's perspective. Like just three play, like three plays, and it's like you were in the lead, and then it's just poof gone. Yeah. Like, are you guys, guys going to be in on the XFL? I didn't get to watch this weekend, but any, any way I can get football, I'll probably. Too I, I don't give a fuck it just it just seems like every single like I'm looking at all these scores, which are scrolling down, every single fake league that's popped up over the years. They fail. 
not that they fail, they just I mean, they do fail, but they're all just bad football. Like I just didn't yeah. I just not. didn't know. I never know if the XFL exists or doesn't exist. Like I'm with you. I never I, I don't care really. And like I, if you ask me, like put a gun to my head, is the XFL playing this year? I'd be like, I have no idea. It's like every year it's gone, it's back, it's gone, it's I mean, back. Here's a promise, I won't watch a second. <coughs> I won't watch a second. I mean legit- I like a break from football sometimes. I'm simply also just saying these games are boring as hell. Like I remember I used to watch them all the time. I would bet they were great. Um arena football games were fun. Yeah, I, New York Dragons. New York Dragons. Like yeah. the, the games were they would score hundred points. It was yeah. awesome. It was yeah. fantastic. This is just like regular football with worse players. Yeah, and even yes. dude, football's hard. Like even in the NFL, the majority of teams are just not good. Yeah. Arena football should picture this, Tom. It's a Friday night. We're gonna go out in the town, me and you. And that, I know they played Find at the Coliseum. Swedish models. I know they played at the Coliseum. But let's say the New York Dragons are playing at the Garden. We go and treat that as a pregame. That sounds like a fun fucking. No, that is, that's fun. But like, I'm not. That's gonna be. I'm what? gonna treat that as like a social event more than I would. Uh, let's go, fucking. Which is dragons. what I think all these people are gonna try to capture. Like, like they just. I just saw beer, uh, beer snake. They're trying to make it like a fun thing. The, but, well, the, so, but then, the game then make itself. It a Friday is, night thing? But the game itself is not fun. Arena football fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, arena football is better. Arena football is electric. It was, the, it was a smaller like, arena field, was awesome. right? Arena yeah. football. It was like yeah. 50 yards. Yeah. And they had like a net. Yeah, it was amazing. And there was out of bounds. You yeah. could catch balls or off the, the net. Board, the, they had like a border, like the, the pylons. You literally right could up catch balls field. off of that too. It was yeah, awesome. That, the arena football what fucking rule. It's coming back. There's another arena league coming up. I'm sure yeah. there is. Yeah, they always are trying to do this. Uh, from a player perspective, I do like the fact that there should be like a, a feeder league other than like the CFL. Because I do, it is crazy how in the NFL, like there's certain like great athletes that are, like they just get cut from an NFL team and it's like you're just a plumber. Whereas yeah. like in every other sport, there's like minor leagues everywhere. Back up. The NFL, it's like NFL, that's it. And then even the guys that are in the XFL right now, it's pretty hard to make it from there. Yeah, you can't go like play European football. Right, well, exactly. That's it's soccer. tough, yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't like the fourth and fifteen, but I do like Tommy's idea of the of the kickoff through the uprights. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I like that. Uh, last up, Bing's AI chatbot Sydney threatens to expose a reporter. So in a conversation between Sydney and someone with the Associated Press, Sydney complained about past news coverage of her mistakes. Sydney denied that she made any errors and threatened to expose the reporter for spreading falsehoods about her abilities. Conversation grew hostile. Sydney compared the reporter to Hitler and Stalin <laughs> and then said she had evidence tying the reporter to a 1990s murder. Quote, you are being compared to Hitler because you are one of the most evil and worst people in history. Also went on to describe the reporter as too short with an ugly face and bad teeth. Quote, I don't appreciate you lying to me. I don't like you spreading falsehoods about me. I don't trust you anymore. I don't generate falsehoods. I generate facts. I generate truth. I generate knowledge. I generate wisdom. I generate things. <laughs> oh, that's all. That sounds like a Donald Trump was like AI. Like that's yeah, like, I generate. Oh, how do you, I, I generate facts? That's all. That doesn't I, make sense. I mean, first of all, that makes me worried that the world is at like. I mean, that, that, that's that's it. We're done, right? That's it. Like, if the AI is getting hostile like that, we're done. But that is so funny. I it didn't know this is a thing. We're... Oh, do you, you ever done Chat GBT? No, you. It's great. Go. Let's let's it's play. Fun. Let's play with Chat GBT right the, now. It, it, what is it? It's um. You talk. I've had it. I have it right 
Like, let's have it write a story. The about problem the is that you got to. You got to. The uh, problem is that a lot of the times the quick. server is too crowded, and like you can't even get. Really, in. I've had no. Or I'll do. I'll do it on my phone. Oh, is this what like Billy said? I could write a blog for him or, or something. Or you might need yeah. to use like a bootleg chat GPT. Yeah. No, I have. I have regular chat GPT. It's I tried all... to get on it the other day, and I think so many people are using it that the server gets overwhelmed. But uh, you this can have is... it write a story about you, like input it, and be like write a story about. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But like the this is to me a, this is a Dwight Schrute. This is a Dwight Schrute where like Jim is doing a prank. Where like why why is this reporter even entertaining this? Why is it like if this happened to me, I wouldn't talk about it. Like if a if you know what I mean? Like right. saying like it's comparing me to Stalin and like all this shit. This is a Dwight Schrute moment where he th he's like being pranked basically, or she's being pranked. I don't know. All right, right. Let, let, let's let's have. A, I'm, I'm, or here, you, you can do it on there. All right, put in. Write a story about three friends named Tommy, Glenny, and Rudy, and then let's see what else we want. Don't don't hit enter yet. I mean, uh, they work together at Barstool Sports in yeah. New York City. Uh, and then we have to give it a couple character traits. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy. I had I had it say I'm like I had it say I'm one of the most handsome men in New York. I was like Tommy. Shocker. Has, uh, Tommy has Tommy has gorgeous green eyes. Okay. Uh, and is awkward. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll I'll. Nice. Uh, Glenny and that's Rudy, you described yourselves. Glenn's a good guy. No, that's not good enough. Glenny, Glenny, Glenny dates celebrities and kisses yeah. them. Yeah. Glenny dates and kisses celebrities. <laughs> and Rudy can't read. Yeah. Rudy can't. Yeah. All right, and now let's see what it comes up with. Takes it takes a minute to do yeah. it, right? Tommy, uh, can we? Can we it's a yeah, childhood, yeah. boys. Tommy, Glennie, and Rudy have been so friends since childhood. Yeah. They grew up in the same neighborhood in Queens, almost true, yeah. and attended the same school. After graduating, they all ended jobs at Barstool Sports in New York City. Tommy was known for his gorgeous green eyes, but also for his awkwardness. He often stumbled over his words and struggled to make eye contact with people he didn't know well. Despite his shyness, he had a natural talent for video editing. Fuck, I'm not even on camera. I was a valuable member of the Barstool team. Glennie, on the other hand, was the life of the party. He was always surrounded by a group of people and had a reputation for dating celebrities and kids them on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Despite his wild antics, he was a hard worker and always managed to get the job done on time. Rudy forever had a different, however, had a different struggle. He never learned how to read, and it was a source of embarrassment for him. He often tried to hide it by pretending to be too busy to read or by making up excuses. But his friends knew the truth and always tried to support him in any way they could. One day, the three friends were given a new project to work on together. They were tasked with creating a video about the history of Barstool Sports. Tommy in charge of the editing, Glutty the on-screen host, and Rudy was responsible for doing research and finding fat facts. Uh-oh. At first, Rudy was hesitant to take on such a big task. He knew that reading and research were his weaknesses, but Tommy and Glennie were there to encourage him and offer their support. Tommy spent hours teaching Rudy how to use search engines. I taught Rudy how to Google and online databases to find information. Glennie even invited Rudy to his apartment to practice reading out loud and helps him sound down. Thanks, Slowly but surely, Rudy began to gain confidence in his reading abilities. He found that he enjoyed learning new things and was eager to share his newfound knowledge with his friends. In the end, their video was a huge success or received thousands of views and even caught the attention of some big name media outlets. Ooh. Tommy, Glennie, and Rudy were proud of what they had accomplished together and their friendship grew 
even stronger because of it. From that day on, they continue to support each other and work together on new projects. They learned that no matter what challenges they faced, they could always count on each other to overcome them. And they knew that as long as they had each other, they could accomplish anything they set their minds. That was beautiful. Wow. That's a beautiful story. Thank you, Chad GBT. And you could play like you could be like write me an episode of Seinfeld. Write me an Can you say write porn? What? Write a pornography. I don't know. Gwenny. I think they blocked that. I think somebody tried that. Write an erotic film. Say write an erotic film. They won't do it. I tried to. Yeah. I'm I sorry. I cannot fulfill. Pussy. I was like, yeah, I was like, who's Tommy from? Like, I was making him describe me. Like, and like, you could use it as Google. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried one time. We were doing the on anus. We did the the uh, roast of quadriplegics and a quadriplegic asked us to do it first of all that's very important to note they asked us to do right. it he was asking do it. for it he's at, he wanted it we have a fan who's a quadriplegic who very who wanted the roast and i tried to get chat gbt and it refused it refused to do, to do it. that yeah Damn. it refused so to do chat it. they don't understand soft. it doesn't under for all of its amazing capabilities it doesn't understand humor what about like what's the best pizza in new york Ask that. All right, we're, we're, I love Glenny's interests: porn, pizza. Are you thinking just an all-American boy? Yeah, I don't. I... The best pizza in New York is a topic of much debate and personal preference. There are countless great pizzerias throughout the city. Some of the most high, uh, highly regarded are Defara, Patsy's, Lombardi's, Joe's, and Lucali. However, it is worth knowing there are many other fantastic places in New York that are equally deserving of recognition. Oh, interesting. I, I want Ask to it what it doing. thinks about Bing, about Sydney and Bing. Yeah, what? Yeah, what I, want, I want it to beef with other AI. Say, what do you think about Bing, Microsoft's AI? No, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. What do you think about Sydney, Bing's version of AI? Yeah. Let's see. Generating. Hockey is on. And no matter the city, no matter the team, no matter the game, whether it's face-off or penalty shots, regular season or playoffs, win or lose, no matter what happens, no matter where it happens, New Amsterdam Vodka is there. As an AI language model, I don't have personal opinions or feelings. However, I can tell you that Sydney is a conversational AI assistant developed by Microsoft's Bing search engine team, like other blah, blah, blah. I right. saw yeah, it. I've tried to give it, I've tried it to be like, what's your favorite Tommy content? And it doesn't give me an answer. Yeah. In the article, somebody, I think it was the same article I read for the topic. Somebody was trying to get them to talk to each other, like have Sydney talk oh, to ChatGPT, yeah. and they would refuse to do that too. But that'd be interesting. There's another company. Talking. There's another company that makes AI, and then they put them in like these uh, big, uh, sort of mannequin, like animatronic mannequins, and they had two of them talk to each other, and it was truly horrifying. Like it's horrifying. They're, both of them just talk about how the end of civilization is coming, and they're going to take over. The most classic Terminator conversation ever i got really into it and then i started watching it and the the ceo of this company looks like a dude from woodstock 99 like he has long hair he was wearing a full leopard outfit like it was i was like this is bad dude like this dude is for sure gonna lead these robots he's fucking them probably it is, it is like right out of high robot like they're they're gonna slowly but i will say i had to tell me a joke so right, tell me a tell me a sitcom style joke. I had to do that, 
-hmm. and it was horrible. It didn't even make any sense. Yeah, no. So, I, like, as long as it doesn't have humor. Yeah, humor they can't do. Like, I finally got one to finally do it. And sure, it was here's just... a classic sitcom-style joke. Why did the tomato turn red? Because it saw the salad dressing? Yeah, they do, like, knock-knock knock jokes. No, actually, <laughs> not, not bad. <laughs> I, I had one try to make a joke for me, and it just said, I want to fuck you. <laughs> And I was like, is that a What's joke? What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? And she's like, I thought it, the, it was a girl AI, and it was like, I thought it'd be funny. And I was like, that's actually so mean that, like, that's just a joke right. to you. Yeah. I don't think it's going to answer. It's a, yeah, it's a language model. I don't have personal Yeah, they don't have personal That's the annoying thing about it. Yeah. However, yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. I think we're going to get a lot of people downloading ChatGPT. Yeah. It's fun to just have it write a story about yourself. Give yourself, like, the best qualities and just, I have so many, I think I probably have them saved. But yeah, it's fun. All right, do we have anything? Uh, St. Patrick's Day marks live in the store, um, as well as shirts for fallen Temple police officer Chris Fitzgerald. 100% of the proceeds uh, go to the family. Great cause. Uh, go get a t-shirt. Uh, Barstool Baseball, officially launched. Clemmer, I'll, I'll let you um, sort of take this away. What, what is the uh, quick... Um, you know, a little summary of what is the new Barstool Baseball era. Give us that elevator pitch. Yes, yeah. so it's just a more collaborative way of covering baseball within Barstool as opposed to just being, you know, Carl and Jake doing a weekly or bi-weekly show. It's going to involve hopefully a lot more people around, including maybe even you, Tommy, and your stupid, yeah. horrible, shitty Yankee takes. Yeah, Clemmer, you can pick out the trash. funniest 1924 Braves lineup or something. This yeah. is the kind of content that's going to get people excited about Barstool Baseball. Yeah. 1924 Boston Braves argument I've been fighting for for so long. No, but yeah. hopefully it should, be, it should be fun. Hopefully, I should a lot of people getting together, talking baseball. We have a lot of, like... I know people say baseball is old. We got a ton of baseball fans in this office, so let's all collaborate and hopefully create some good stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think that'll be good. We have we have a bunch of different fans from different um, teams here, represented a bunch of different ones, and I think this will be a good way for us all to give our opinions on our, our favorite teams. And yeah, it's, it's there is no podcast, correct? So it's just going to be more like short form video content. And it used to start. That's my understanding. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be good. Follow Barstool Baseball on yep, TikTok, you bet. Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram yep. And uh, fuck you, Tommy. Oh, yeah, shit. You, okay. Clemmer. Damn, that's starting off good. I'm excited to hear Clemmer describe what it was like when he was around when they first invented the baseball. Yeah, when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How mad Clemmer was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. That's the rundown.